Welcome to Working Matters. My name is Carl Edwards. Visit us on the web at boldenterprises.com. Well, we are back for week two on our series on technology, when less is more. Joining me is our guest, George Rosas, the engineer of this show and software developer extraordinary. Hey, George. It's good to be back. Yeah, we're going to have some fun because usually when you talk about technology, you think that uh, more is more. But we are suggesting that less is more. What we're doing with this series is trying to get in your shoes and what you and I are trying to do at work, at home, in our relationships. And from that starting point, decide what technology will serve us best. It's always fun to show off the new features of your brand new phone to your friends. And look, my phone does video recording and yours doesn't, right? Everybody loves that. That's one of the things that is so great about living in our times. There's so many new products coming out for us to choose from. I think it's a good point to think about what we're trying to do. How do these devices fit into our life? And are we trying to accommodate the devices rather than the other way around? And as in your garage, you wouldn't ask your tool. You wouldn't ask your hammer to tell you how to build your cabinet. You use the tool and you are the cabinet builder. And we want to kind of take that powerful position with our technology as well. It is our tool, but it is us who is deciding what and how we're going to do our thing. The hammer's a really good analogy. How much has the hammer changed in the last 50, 60 years? Probably not that much, right? Fiberglass handle, maybe, instead of the wooden handle. There's a reason for that. The tool is very good at what it does. Let's think about that as we go shopping for that new camera or the new computer. Well, here in week one, we're just looking at ourselves here and what we're trying to do. We got work to get done. And we're sitting down at our computer and we're going to get out a document, put together a report. And I swear, you know, some of these tools that are available to us, let's start with the word processor as an example, have got so many features available at the one end of the spectrum who really can plumb the depths of Microsoft Word's menus. Features that are built upon features that are built upon more features for the last, how old is Microsoft Word now? It must be 25 years old. There are features in there that maybe one out of 10,000 users use. They're still in there. They won't take them out. If you need them, that's wonderful to have. The other end of the spectrum, you know, you got simple text editors um, that you could just work with your text, get it out, get it you know, off your chest and onto the screen. And at one end, that's easier. At another end, you, you know, you can't do a lot of formatting. It's about trade-offs. If something simple is going to let you get your work done faster, why not use it? There's no reason that you need full-featured product every single time at every single moment. Exactly. We're not here to advocate for more features. We're not here to advocate for less. We're here to suggest that if you pause and think of what you're actually trying to get done, that will inform which tool will serve you the best. It would be great if you could build your own word processor, right? If you could contact Microsoft and say, I need mail merge, I need uh, bold fonts, and I need uh, simple graphing capabilities. That's all I need. It'd be great if they could deliver that to you, but they can't. George, that gives me an idea. I think we're going to be millionaires tomorrow. (laughs) Build your own word processor, just like a buffet, right? A buffet word processor. There you go. (laughs) Priced accordingly, like a salad by the weight. But what do we normally do? We normally, if we're in a company, we want to have the most and the best. And we end up forking out a lot of bucks for something we may not need and may actually get in our way rather than help us. Your team, you want your team to be about their jobs not about figuring out their word processor. 
And so when somebody can't sit down and actually do what you've hired them to do because they're juggling features or formatting or moving things around endlessly, you know, that works against you instead of for you. Actually, that brings up a good point. There's something I came across recently that I did want to bring up. There's an application out there and it's for the Mac. I don't know if they have a Windows version, but it's called Writeroom. And it's what I would call a retro word processor. If you remember from back in the day, you turn this on, your screen goes completely black. Mm -hmm. And all you get is that really scary blinking text cursor, right? Because now you're alone in your thoughts. Ah. (laughs) Don't have the mail notification going on under there. You don't have the growl notifications. All you have is a simple screen waiting for you to type in what you want to type in. And this is, of course, the extreme of what we're talking about. This is nothing but letters on a page. There's no formatting. Well, but that makes the point exactly, is if we're talking in terms of technology, then that would suggest that we want to have access to more, and we want access to more and more all at the same time. But when we're actually trying to get things done, more and more all at the same time can be quite distracting and quite problematic for actually being able to focus and get something done. So, as you point out, for the person who actually wants to focus and be alone in their thoughts, creating an environment that has less, in fact, only the one thing you're working on, is ideal. It's not a step back. To have less and to be focused is actually what we're suggesting, the true step forward. Yeah, and sometimes the technology may not even help you at all. Sometimes right room might be too much. You know, there's been times where I'm trying to solve a problem. Sometimes the answer came from taking a walk around the block. So technology is not only what's connected to the electrical outlet, is it? My favorite technology for brainstorming, for example, is post-it notes. And is just letting whatever, all the ideas come out and putting them each on a separate post-it note and putting them up on the wall. And I don't have to order my thoughts. I don't have to be organized. I don't get interrupted by the formatting. I don't get confused by these other things that I'm tempted to do and, well, and ultimately will have to do. And then up on the wall, I can look at them and then I can start moving them around any way I want. It's a great technology that lets you have things in any order in any place that you want. And, you know, your ideas can, you might find an organization for them that you didn't see before. Yeah, and don't be afraid to try those kinds of tools. There's a reason there's a dry erase board in a conference room as opposed to a big PC sitting in the middle of the room for everyone to use. The solution may not necessarily come from where you think it might originate from when you first start your project. Exactly. So that somebody wants to sell you something where you can do a whiteboard or post-it notes on your computer instead of on a piece of paper, that may or may not serve you. It may just be a hindrance. So again, the fun of this series is the challenge that you just have to take away from it. And we really hope you have some fun with this, of sitting down and thinking, what do I really want to do here? You know, my wife puts post-it notes on her laptop. So I used to laugh at her, but now I think I'll apologize to her for putting post-its all around the inside of her laptop. Because it works for her. It works for her, exactly. Exactly. That's the thinking we want to do. We close with the question for you. What is it you're really trying to do? Are you trying to think creatively? Are you trying to write something out? Are you trying to organize your thoughts? Are you trying to calculate something? Are you trying to produce something that looks really nice? Whatever you're trying to do will inform what tool will help you do it. What you're not trying to do is just the most and the best and the fastest all of the time. 
Very well said, Carl. And this is definitely something I'm going to take away from this podcast. You know, I really need to examine my needs before I start a project and then think about the tools that I'm going to use instead of uh, the other way around, which is the way most of us tend to do things nowadays. Well, this week we looked at what we're doing. Next week, we're going to look at that we need to organize what we're doing. And we organize more than what we're doing, don't we? We organize our schedules and our lives, and that can get kind of crazy. So we're going to have some fun looking at organization and what tools might serve that. Come by the website, boldenterprises.com. Interact with the blog there. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week. This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production. 